This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by Groundhog Day is an event, not a business strategy. Are you ready to finally solve those pesky issues that keep holding back your business success and never seem to go away? Embrace the power of the spring formula that unearths the issues and opportunities burrowed beneath the surface and grow your business so you thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. Claim your copy today at www.thegroundhogbook.com. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homie. I'm your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to once again tune in and invest in yourself today by joining us at the Brilliance Plus Passion Project. One of these days, I'm going to put a glare protector on my laptop screen, but until we get there, anyway, today we are speaking with Kathy Mason, who is known as, she's known as something here. Boy, we got a lot of notes. She is known as the Conscious Business Alchemist. She's a best-selling author, speaker, and she's the host of the Conscious Business Zone show, which is live on social media, podcast sites, plus Amazon Fire and Roku TV. She's an online sales specialist who works with Conscious Ministries to help them grow. She's a psychic and intuitive and can see your soul mission and help you create that vision now. There's actually a lot more to her, a lot more that she does, particularly through her company, Mason Works Marketing. In a moment, I'm going to let her tell you about it. But for now, Kathy Mason, come on in. The weather's fine. Well, thank you, Adam. It's so nice to be here. I really feel honored that you invited me. Thank you. Absolutely. So first question, and let's jump right in here. How does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and the world at large? Well, I think the way that I'd love to explain it is that I think business is what's going to help turn around this ship to create mm-hmm. a different future. And so we help change agents that are the new teachers, the new um, leaders actually in, in business to um, get their voice out in the world, their concepts, their paradigm shifting information. And that's what we've been doing for 22 years. Awesome. Awesome. So what is it you actually do is in what products and services do you provide? Well, we do strategic planning, and then we do um, implementation of those plans and also publishing. We started publishing in 2008, but the way that we're different, we're different than other multi uh, full service uh, publishing com- or excuse me, marketing companies. You're flashing on and off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, We're different because what we do is we use alchemy. We actually consciously do. And um, everything starts with the strategy comes actually from your soul, from a reading, an Akashic Records reading. 
And from that, uh, usually your milestones of getting you from where you are to where you want to be shows up. And then we can infuse energy into each one of those steps. Okay. Do we take care of some of the flash there? Yeah. The flash now? You're better. Uh, I, did, I did this real crazy thing. You ready for this? It's a high-tech thing. I turned the uh, brightness down. <laughs> yeah, I, I always look for the simplest solutions, particularly when it comes to podcasting. I'm not a believer in soundproof studios because I find them uninspiring. You get inspired when you get out into the world, get out of the office, get out of the studio, go where you have the aha moments and the mastermind experiences. So speaking of experiences in yours, what are the three most common questions or three common questions that people in general have? when they're asking you about what you do, like the frequently asked questions. Okay. Um, the first one is, um, is it possible to create a business that doesn't feel just like a job? That's the first one because people, um, a lot of times they, they got out of a job to create their dream business, but they mm -hmm. turn it into a job. And then the yep. second one is um, how do I find the best clients for my products and services? Obviously, everyone needs to be able to do that to yep. keep the doors open. And then um, the last question that I get uh, very commonly is how do I get publicity and visibility? And yeah. that's with, that's part of why we started Conscious Business Zone. And we, we do um, love that. We love getting people's word out. Now, tell me a couple few questions you wish people, you wish prospective clients and customers would ask when they're considering working with you. Okay. Um, one of the questions is, how can I share my gifts effectively and with passion? Uh, because they, they know what they like to do, but they a lot of times can't articulate it. So I, I wish they would ask that. Um, I also... I wish they would ask, um, who do I best serve with those gifts? Because most people won't niche down into a smaller group in order to become more important and um, have people hear your message. So that's been interesting because people give you ranges of who they serve. You know, I serve someone 40 to 65. Well, that's a big range. So that's, that's the second question I wish they would ask. And, um, and then the other one is, um, am I willing to keep going to build something that truly, truly serves my tribe? Because a lot of people don't realize that it takes stamina to do, to do their life mission. Yeah. Let's shift gears for a minute. And this is where it gets to be fun. Let me ask you a few things that will help our listeners get to know you better. First of all, what would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? Um, I think they would be surprised to know that I speak Italian and I lived with a countess and her daughter in Florence, Italy in 1974 to 75 for a year studying art history. And um, it was it was a trip. Um, I was just renting space and going to regular university. I had to petition to be able to take two showers a week. That was the hardest cultural change was one shower a week. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's not happening with me. 
well, you get you get sort of used to doing sponge baths. But anyway, but um, but it was really cool. It was a really cool experience because you'd study um, the art in class on slides, and yep. then you'd go and you could walk and go see it. I mean, it was really amazing studying Renaissance art. Yeah. Well, that one shower thing day thing just doesn't work for me i'm sorry um and uh i mean in, in in that case in that case that's almost criminal so i uh you know you'd be looking at that and you'd be seeing a, a crime scene or excuse me alcino de crimo uh well see the thing is you you remember from the pink panther movie yeah and that's that. where you say that is not italian and i do speak english <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, I haven't been back in a long time, but I imagine it's a lot more um, universal and, uh, you know, every, everyone in the world is so much more connected now than than they were before. So I bet yep. I bet things have changed. But back then it was that was the way it was. Yep. Yep. Trying to get this kitty calmed down for the next eight minutes, but she is pretty insistent with her supervisory duties. <laughs> Let's move on. What do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? Well, I really hope that they say that I'm generous and I try to create win-win solutions because that's what I'd really like people to think about. Um, I love networking and helping people. Like if we, if you had something that you wanted to do a project, I've got 22 years of doing this. So, so I love matchmaking and I don't have to stay in the mix afterwards. I just matchmake and, See what happens later. Right. I like that. That's great. If you could go back in time and change one thing you've done or one thing you've experienced, what would it be and why? Only one. Okay, so. Pick your favorite. <laughs> okay, I'd go back in time and buy Apple stock. All right. Macintosh. I, I think we all have one of those. Like, I would have bought Bitcoin the first time somebody tried to sell it on me. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. But I do have another one if if you have time, but we, I don't know if you do. Tell me another one. Okay, so the other one, I'll try to do it fast. Do you know who Barbara Marks Hubbard is? I should know that name, but, you know, it's a late afternoon here, and I'm getting ready okay. to check okay. out. So I'm going to let you just enlighten me. Okay. Barbara Marks Hubbard was a futurist. She passed. Um, she was almost 90 years old when she passed. And she actually ran for vice president on the Democratic ticket in 1984, I think. Um, and she, yeah. there's a video on, on YouTube about her. Um, but she, as a little girl, her family were friends with the Eisenhowers. And she is like four at 12 or 14 was in the Oval Office talking to President Eisenhower. And she said to him, it what I wish I was sitting there listening as a fly on the wall to this conversation because she said, Mr. President, now that we have the capacity after the atom bomb to, to kill, what are we doing equally for peace? And he couldn't answer it. But before she died, she created a peace room at the at the UN. Okay, that's so a war room in the Pentagon and peace room. How about that? Mm-hmm. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'd like I don't to watch that conversation. Right, right. So that's going back and changing something. Uh, 
Because that almost sounds like the answer to the next question. What famous person, alive or dead, would you like to meet? And what questions would you ask them? Although I'm going to let you pick another. Okay, so um, Nikola Tesla. I would ask him all sorts of questions about his expanded view of reality. Because I don't know if that guy was from here or not. (laughs) So he had a way of understanding electricity and the electromagnetics around the Earth that people are using now to get free energy. And, um, and I think they haven't even come up with all the, all the um, patents and all the work that he created. But I, I don't know. I'm just fascinated with them. Yeah. Well, uh, electricity would have been a lot different of a proposition if uh, he had gotten implemented what he had in mind instead of where Thomas Edison and some of the bankers were headed. Right. Right. And I mean, Tesla had a lot of great ideas. So what motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? So my personal life mission is to help as many people wake up to their divinity. And so I think I, every time I might get frustrated or down or, or have a setback, I just think about that because that's just one one thing on my bump on the road on the way to yeah. help more people. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Sit down, Alessandra. Sometimes sometimes she gets really yes, we know. We are speaking about Italy and we know you have an Italian name. I get it. I get it. All right. So let's uh let's move on to question number ten. Uh now in a moment. You, I know you have an invitation for our listeners, and I'm going to share that for you. So Good. I'm asking you in general, what is one action you would encourage our listeners to take as soon as they finish listening to us today? Okay. Well, I, I really want people to understand how powerful they are. I think that um, the, the media right now and so much of reality is – is not letting you know how special you are and how creative you can be. And I want people to remember that before they came into the earth plane, that they stood in line to get this body to be here right now during this huge time of change, because they have a gift to share. So I just want them to feel that they should show up and um, know that they're here to help themselves and others and enjoy the ride. Enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. So for those of you who are watching this live on our YouTube channel, you will see a banner appear on the window right now for everybody else who are listening to the many syndication networks on which you'll find the Brilliance Plus Passion Project, not to mention our excellent website, you will hear me say it. It's masonworksmarketing.com. That's masonworksmarketing.com. And what you're going to find when you get there is a 30-day gratitude journal, which contains tools for creating the spirit of abundance. So again, that's masonworksmarketing.com. And while you're there, discover the profitable marketing solutions that Kathy Mason and her team have available to share with you that can support you in your business as you move toward your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. It's a great option for you. I highly recommend it myself. And you can see they have a lot of services that 
fall under the header of digital marketing. It's a great place to start. So one more time, masonworksmarketing.com. Look at that. I said your domain four times. We're having this transcribed to begin a lot of search engine juice right now. And with that, Cassie Mason, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor and believe me in education. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank your kitty. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast.